Thank you, Sir Hugh. Sir Hugh. Very good. I used to call Hugh, Hugh Marquis, but I was corrected multiple times, so I know now that it's not. Okay, awesome. Now, how, um, Hugh Marquis, if you didn't know that. Um, so, awesome. Guys, how many of you are excited about what God's doing? And I, I felt very strongly that I was to uh, release something, actually very clear uh, in and around the worship as well, um, with regards to gateways. And so if you can, we're going to start by putting up Psalm 24. We're going to read everything together as usual. And we really, I really believe that there's going to be, is everyone okay? Okay. There is going to be a level of activation today with regards to who we are as living, walking, everyone say living, walking, talking, gateways. That's a really big deal. Let's say that again. I'm a living, walking, talking, gateway. You might go, hold on, are you serious? How, where is that in the Bible? I'm glad you asked. But isn't that an amazing, isn't that, first of all, even before we put the Scriptures up, isn't that an amazing revelation? What, what, what is it? A, a living, walking, talking gateway? Sounds a bit strange. A gateway to where? Gateway to heaven. Isn't that awesome? So, so good. So let's put up uh, Psalm 24. We've got loads of passages to get through. I might not go through them all, but we'll, we'll start it up now. So let's read it together, including people at home on um, live stream. So let's go lift up your head, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your head, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Let's just stop it there. Lift up your head, O gates. How crazy is that? And lift them up, that the King of glory may come in. This is a very interesting situation. Okay, go. Uh, and, and verse 10. Who is the Lord of hosts? He is the King of glory. Selah. So good. Okay. So. I wanted to talk tonight about uh, the, I had a title and the title is The Gateway of Possibilities. The Gateway of Possibilities. And, and the concept, well, let's say this, the definition of possibility is the state or fact of being possible. It's so, very simple, but a possibility is the state or fact. I get you guys to say stuff with me all the time because you know if you actually hear yourself saying something, you actually retain more information. Did you guys know that? Okay, good. All right. Okay. <laughs> Case in point. And so, so but it's really interesting. So, the, so, the, so it's literally a state or fact of something being possible. So how many people have ever said, oh, that's impossible? Yeah. I mean, how many times a, a month would you say that something's impossible? Probably a few times in a month. Have you ever said something's possible? Have you ever said something's possible facetiously? Possible. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be there on Friday? Possible. <laughs> but it's a state or fact of something being possible. And what I felt the Lord say, I actually felt Him give me that phrase, is that He wants us to see ourselves as gateways of possibility. What does it mean? It means that you are a gateway of things that were potentially impossible becoming possible. And this is really, really cool because imagine 
if you are, okay, I'm running ahead of myself. Let's go, let's put up Genesis 28. We're going to read lots of scripture through this. And so you get your scripture reading on. I actually just, I'm just, I've just been going with my son, actually. We've been doing a lot of uh, reading. And what he does is he goes through audio Bible. And he's in a position now where he will literally pull up a chapter in Samuel. And I'll read some of it. And he will literally just start to, from his heart, and yes, from revision, he'll just, New King James, word for word. And I just think that's so, so awesome for him to be able to do that at this stage. But, and I know that, I know it's really good, really easy for kids to retain information, but it's so good to have the word inside us. How many of you believe that? Just so, so, it's so, so cool. Okay, so uh, let's, let's read this together. And, and don't be shy in hearing yourself say the scriptures too. We've got, uh, this is a fair bit, so let's go. So then Jacob departed from Beersheba and went toward Haran. He came to a certain place and spent the night there because the sun had set and he took one of the stones, the place, and put it under his head and lay down in that place. Keep going. He had a dream and behold, on the earth. (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm sipping water. (laughs) Okay, you can pause. Let's pause, pause. Everyone pause. Everyone pause. 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 The sheep need a shepherd. Hold on. (laughs) Okay, it's all that singing. Okay, so let's go from here. He had a dream, and behold, a ladder was set on the earth with its top reaching to heaven, and behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. So cool. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God, your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac and the land on which you lie, I will give it to you and to your descendants. Your descendants will also be like the dusts spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and in your descendants shall all the families of earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I've done what I have promised you. Let's just leave it there. So that's really, oh, oh okay, sorry, no, let's not leave it there. <laughs> Probably the key scripture I was about to leave out just because I'm getting so excited, I'm running ahead of myself. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. He was afraid and said, how awesome is this place? This is no other, none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. And what does he do after that? He changes the name of Luz to Bethel. And this is really cool. This is so cool. I love it. So, this is, so what we've got is we've got this situation where you've just read it very well, I might add. You've just read it. And, and Jacob it lies down. He lies his head on a... Rock, stone, he's asleep, a, a full portal opens. How many of you know that that wasn't just a dream? He actually had a realm of encounter. It opens, angels ascending and descending, uh, and, and the Lord stands above it, and he gets pretty excited, and he says, this isn't a normal place. This isn't a normal place. This is the gate of heaven. And this is so, so cool. So you've got that as a geographic location. He changes the name of the geographic location. How many of you have ever been in your house, in a particular location in your house, and there's more glory in one place than another? 
How many of you actually believe that there are portals that get carved out? I'm just going straight into the deep end tonight. Portals that get carved out into you in your house because you spend time there. How crazy is that? It becomes a thin place. And do you know why it becomes a thin place? Because you pray there. It becomes a thin place because you or us being a gateway from heaven actually becomes a thing that penetrates the film, film as in, is the same, same word film, isn't it? It's not really, a, not really the right word, but let's pretend that there is a film between heaven and earth. Um, is it spelled the same way, F-I-L-M? I presume it is. So let's pretend that there is a film and when you worship, that film becomes thinner and thinner and actually gets pierced so heaven penetrates earth. How crazy is that? And so you've got these places in your house. My house has got various places. One of the places that's very anointed is the shower. I go into the shower, I'm like, oh, the Lord is here. And then Belinda goes, no, it's just my realm. I, I, I'm in here. And, 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 but what's, <laughs> but, uh, but, but what's, what's really cool is that there's, there's been something carved out. And I don't know if you've ever been to a, a, a prayer's house. Have you ever been, who's ever been to an intercessor's house? And you go in there and you're like, what on earth is going on here? And the Lord says, no, 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 what in heaven is going on here? <laughs> Why? Because they've carved something out in the natural, as it were, in, in, on earth, and they've actually created a gateway. They've created a Bethel. But what I want to do tonight is I want to take the focus off coming into a church that has residual anointing, because they're very anointed here, and very anointed in lots of different places. You go to William Brennan's grave, I'm sure. There's lots of different places you can go, and there's a realm, and there's a book. But I want to take the focus off the geographic location and start to put the focus on us as the gateway of heaven that actually we are carrying the realm. And everywhere you go, everywhere your feet do tread, the Lord will give unto you. But you are literally a walking, talking, fastening of heaven to earth. And I think this is a really good way of looking. Is everyone okay? Have we jumped into it too quickly? Do you want to go back? Okay, no, okay. Okay, so it's really good. Okay, so John chapter one. Let's read John now together. John chapter one, verse 45. This is one of, this, I always say this for every scripture, or for most of them, apart from Leviticus and some of Deuteronomy I don't like, and Numbers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love the word very much. I'm really into the word. But this is truly one of my favorite scriptures. Okay, so Philip, I'm not going to go down. This is the initial choosing of, of the, who's being chosen here. Yep, the, the disciple. Okay, this is really, really simple. But what happens is, this is literally, uh, Jesus starts to engage people. And, and it says this, let's read it together. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Keep going. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come of Nazareth? It was funny. It wasn't that funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. Philip said to him, come and see. I'm going to take over. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. That's a good testimony from the Son of God right there. Yeah, how many of you want that? I want that. I don't know if I'll get it, but it'll be nice. Uh, I'm just kidding. And so it says this. So Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, you were under the fig, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, the King of Israel. 
Jesus answered and said to him, because I said to you that I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, you will see the heavens opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Okay, stop there. What is he, what is Jesus referring to there? He's referring to Jacob. He's referring to Genesis. He's referring to the Torah. He's referring, and he knows that Nathaniel knows what he's talking about. He says, you think this is good. You remember when you heard about Jacob who saw angels ascending and descending? You're gonna see angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. He was actually saying to Nathaniel, a bit close. He was actually saying, he was actually, actually saying to Nathaniel, I am the manifestation of Jacob's ladder. He was prophesying about himself. And where are the angels going? Up and down. But where does Christ live now? In us. So he was actually talking about him become literally turning people into a Jacob's ladder. And be, oh, this is just so, so, so interesting. There's just so much to get through. But I just want us to catch the reality of this right now, that God is, we are so much bigger than we can possibly imagine. And there is a realm of possibility that God wants us to open up with regards to us being gateways that is gonna truly blow our grid. It's gonna blow our mind. When we start to see who we really are, when we start to see what possibility, what the, possi what the possibility, with the possibility of what we can actually start to manifest, but it starts with that revelation. It starts with the revelation of us understanding that we are the gates, that we are the gates, that Christ in us is a full access point. Everyone say full access point. It's a full access point to heaven in us. And, and, and I'm just very, very excited about that. Okay. Okay, next scripture, Colossians 1, uh, 1.27. And it says this, to whom God willed to make known what is the riches of this glory of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. This is so, so powerful. You see, there is something that God wants us to tap into now where, he start, where we start to understand that who we are and what we've been born again into is literally that we have access to anything that the world needs. Why? Because we are, how many of you know where Jesus went around? He was the solution. How many of you think Jesus didn't, wasn't able to bring, did anyone ever come to Jesus and Jesus went, oh, you know what? This is impossible. Do you think ever you ever came and you go, oh my goodness, you know what? I've prayed for all these people. There's been all these miracles. There's been all these deliverances. There's a, but, but, you, but this issue right now, I just can't do this one. No, because he manifests as the solution in, everything, in every part of his ministry, in everything that he did, he manifests himself as a solution. But that is part of our original design and part of our call. But first of all, we have to understand as Jesus understood that he was able to manifest heaven through his world, the power of God through his world to bring the solution in and where people needed it most. And that is part of what God's bringing us into now, that He's bringing us into a revelation that there, we are literally a gateway of possibility. 
that we are a gateway of possibility on the earth. And when we start to see that, we're going, hold on a second. Are you saying that I'm a gate? Yes. Are you saying that Jacob's ladder is within me? Yes. Well, where does that go? Goes to heaven. What's in heaven? Everything you need. Everything you need is in heaven. Everything we need is available. Everything we need is accessible through you for people. And how crazy is that for us to walk around with that kind of revelation? That's dangerous. The enemy hates that one. You start walking around, you go, hold on a second. People coming to you and they're like, oh, you know, I've got a big issue. And you go, big issue? Pff, I've got heaven in here. What are, you, what are you looking for? You start dealing out heaven. Let me tell you this, you could start being a heavenly. And, 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 but that's actually who we are. It's just so, so, it's such a delight to start to come into a revelation like that. Because we stop looking, looking to God and saying, God, bless this, bless that, do this, do that. And the Lord says, you do something. He says, I've already given you my son in you. What else do you need for life and godliness? You start to provide the solution when, when, where it's needed. And this is just so, so exciting. Um, um, is everyone okay? Okay. Say, I am a living, walking, talking gateway. Okay, awesome. Okay. So I just want, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. I'm going to have a sip of water first. Um, how many of you have had, ever had an experience where someone has pulled on you and what you gave them was, more, was better than what you'd normally have? Four of you. Okay. What do I mean by that? You're going, Bill Darrell, what do you mean? You said something. You produced something. You gave them something that was way too good for you. You're like, hold on, and yet, how do you know it's way too good for you? Because this is you normally. Da, 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 this is me, da, da, da. Then suddenly you become Superman, Superwoman. You do something absolutely extraordinary. You give someone a, well, a supernatural word of wisdom. <laughs> that was exciting. You give someone a supernatural word of wisdom. You give someone a, a, a solution to their world. You manifest a place of power or a miracle into someone's life. You do all of these different things. You do something like that and you're like, flippity Nora, that was better than I normally do. I've told you, I've told a story to the interns uh, a number of times, but, but I, I, many years ago I had, I had a big demon and, and don't say I've still got it because I haven't, I left him outside. And so what happened was, and I had this, I had, if you're laughing, you have one too. Uh, no, and so... And, and I had this big demon, and this demon was telling me that I needed to do stupid things to myself. It went over and over, and it was nonstop. And I remember um, that I had an experience where I was in Northern Ireland, and the Lord spoke to me, and he said, go across the road and get your friend Russell to pray for you. Now, you've heard, you've heard this story before, some of, you, some of you haven't. And so I said, sure, I'll go over the road, get him to pray for me. He was an Anglican. He was a friend, friend of mine since I was a little boy, and he was an Anglican, and he did not believe in the power of God. He was a computer genius geek, whiz, and he didn't believe in that, but the Lord spoke to me and said, go over and get him to pray for you. So I went over to Russell's house, and I said, hey, how are you doing? And he said, oh, I haven't seen you for ages. How are you doing? He's still in Australia. And I said, yes, I am. I said, can I ask you something? Can you pray for me, please? He said, sure. So he said, come downstairs. And I went downstairs. How many people have heard this story before? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I went downstairs and went into his bedroom, which was downstairs, a very beautiful house in Northern Ireland. Went downstairs and I said, can you pray for me? He said, sure, no problem. And I, he said, what do you need prayer for? You know, and you've got to remember Anglican. So he's like, what do you need prayer for? And I'm like, do you know how to drive out a demon? Now, I was always the, the weird kid on the block, but he was like, 
Uh, well, and I said, I'll tell you what to do. All you need to do is get your hand and stick it on my head and just say out, that will be enough, right? You know, and you're like, hold on, what about Jesus' name? I just said, that's all I said to him. I just said, just, just stick it on my head and say out. So anyway, so, so, so he comes up to me. And remember, this, is guy, this guy is such a beautiful guy, super chilled. Not a, a ho, a, a ho, ho, you know, whatever, you know, a, a whatever, you know. But super normal guy. And he, he it's okay. I, you know what I'm saying. And, 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 he comes, and he comes over to me and, he, and I said, just put your hand on my head and say, out, get out. Uh, I think I said, get out in Jesus' name. And he just went like this and he touched my head, just touched my head. Didn't even say out, just touched my head. And the power of God came through his body, bang, and literally hit me. And I flew about 10 metres back, 10 metres. It was a huge room, it was massive. And I literally smacked up against the wall and I was like, wow. And the demon came off me. And then, and no joke, Russell just went, whoa. true and what's so cool about that is that was Christ in him I made a withdrawal that was much better than Russell would normally have manifest he went into a place of spiritual now I'm not saying he didn't do great things for God but what I'm saying is he went into a place of spiritual warfare over a pastor that day why because I made the withdrawal he was a gateway of possibility and what I needed was I needed to withdraw from his gate a realm of power so I could be delivered from this demon that was trying to make me do stupid things. And that demon left and yes, I went on a journey, but the intensity of that died down from that, from that point. And there's, how cool is that? Now I'm gonna tell you another story as well. I had an experience uh, many years ago where I was talking to someone about uh, business and they wanted some business information and they were actually in a realm, actually it was government, they, they were in a realm of government. How many people have heard this story before about being taken out? Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. So I had an experience where I was, I was looking after this, uh, this woman and she said, can I meet with you? I've got a very important meeting and in the meeting I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to need some information about government. And I said, sure, no problem. So I said, let me, is everyone okay? And I said, let me just get some information. And so what happened was, actually, I just feel, hold on. Just, just wait one second. You're feeling something move just now? There's something moving in the atmosphere. How many people want to start to connect in with something to do with the gateway? I just felt just right now, I'll tell you the story in one second. If, you want to, if that speaks to you, just stand to your feet for a second. I'm going to tell you the story again in a second. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for this. It's even in the atmosphere now, just after those scriptures, I don't want to rush into the next story. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you that you are releasing a level of access for people tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the revelation of gateways. And I thank you for who we're being called to be. And I pray right now for each and every person standing that we would literally find a new ability to be able to engage in the heavenly places through the gateway in the name of Jesus. I can just feel it coming on people right now. That's literally, I could just feel, I felt this shudder. And so Father, I thank you right now that that realm of heaven is gonna be released, but it's the invitation 
that we would be able to connect in with what we're being called to in Jesus' name. I know, that's what I was thinking. You see, there's power at the gate and you are the gate. You can even just feel that right now. Wow. Father, we thank you for that. And we just thank you for anything that has not allowed people to access through that gateway. We thank you for anything that has not allowed people to access. We thank you that those things will be eradicated right now in the name of Jesus. Any wrong understanding, anything demonic that has restricted people's ability and capacity to believe on Christ in them and who they're called to be and what they're called to do. Father, we thank you that there will be an unlocking for people tonight in the name of Jesus. There it is, coming right now first. That's literally why I just paused. I can just feel it just moving. So good. Wow. Strong. Thank you, Lord. Okay. I'm going to tell you this story. You can remain standing if you want, or you can sit down. But can you put the pads on that don't shut the live stream down? That would be awesome. Oh, actually, do we have a keyboard? Joel, can you? Oh, no, perfect. That's fine. Perfect. Just, just really gently, really low, really low. I want to finish this story. And I said, oh, that's no problem. And I went to go and cross the road. And when I went to go and cross the road, I touched uh, the, what do you call the thing? To cross the road. The button. What's it called? The button. Okay, the road crossing button. And I went to, to I touched the button. And when I touched the button to cross the road, I was still with the girl. I was taken out of my body. And I was, found myself in a library room. And I was standing in a library room, but I was still standing on the earth. I was in a library room, but I was still standing on the earth at the same time. And I'm in this library room, I, and Jesus is standing in the library room, and he put, sits me down at this huge oak table. And so I'm sitting down at this oak table, and he says, I've got something for you. And I said, what is it? And he pulled this huge book down. Remember, I'm still standing outside Wynyard Station. And he pulls this huge book down and he opens it and the, and the pages just start to flick. So fast. This huge book. And as the pages flicked in the book, the, play, the pages became liquid. Remember, I'm still standing, at, uh, standing to cross the road, but now I'm in a heavenly library with Jesus himself. He's pulling an encyclopedia off one of the shelves, putting it in front of me. The pages are starting to move. They become liquid. And then I start to suck in the liquid. I start to drink. I start to drink the liquid of this book. I start to drink the liquid of this book. And it goes so fast, all these pages, 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 pages. And then suddenly the book closes, the liquid stops, and I'm like, oh, it stops, the book closes, and suddenly I'm back in my body um, at Wynyard Station. And the woman's about to cross the road. There has been no time passed on earth because we're still standing to cross the road. And the light goes green, and she goes to cross the road, and I stop her, I say, no, not yet. And she said, why? And I said, I've got something for you. And I literally grabbed her hands and I said, I've just got something for you from heaven. And 
when Jesus had shown me the book and pulled it off the shelf, I said, God, what is this? And he said, remember what I said she did? She was to do with, it was to do with um, Indigenous affairs and she worked for the government and she was making big decisions. And he said, this is an encyclopedia of the spiritual history of the Indigenous people of Australia. And I literally digested this thing. So I pull her around and she said, what is it? And I start speaking and her mouth opens. This is a bit of a weird situation. So now I'm standing on a corner, about to cross a road. She's going, what's going on? And I'm talking and her mouth is open wide and I'm relatively close to her, which isn't good. But it doesn't matter because what starts to happen is this translucent liquid leaves my mouth and goes into her mouth. I get in the spirit, literally starts to go in. And I just, and I'm going, and I'm going, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, don't read into that. And I'm literally, I'm literally seeing in the spirit, this translucent liquid going from here into her world. And I'm talking a million miles an hour, a million miles an hour. Imagine Todd on 25 expressos. I'm literally like this. And then suddenly, I, and I, it, started, it starts like this and I'm speaking. I do not know what I'm saying. I'm just speaking this language. And then literally I stop, she closes her mouth and she says, I feel like I've just digested an encyclopedia. Jesus said, this is an encyclopedia. She said, I feel like I've just digested. I went to heaven, received something for her for, for, her, for her meeting and she got an impartation of the history that went into a level of understanding. If you've seen The Matrix, anyone seen The Matrix? And so what happened was, and what's so interesting about this, is that it says in Him exists all wisdom and knowledge, but I am a gateway and you are a gateway. And I'm able to access heavenly places whenever I want to, because Christ lives in me and I have that access. I become the solution for any person that needs it. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you do, you are always gonna be in a position where you're gonna have whatever you need for people. And so if you just wanna, there's something here. Just wanna stand up again, just everybody if you want to. Got another. Wow, it's just really, it's really evident here. So if you could just put up Acts chapter three for me, we're just gonna read down this while we're standing. Because it's very difficult to be a gate sitting down. Okay, just Acts chapter 3, verse 1. We're going to read this, we're going to pray, and we're going to land. Unless you want to go a lot longer, which we can do very easily. I'm very happy to do that. Now it says this, let's read this together. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the ninth hour, the hour of prayer. Keep going, you're going all the way. Sorry, I'm just... And a man who had been lame from his mother's womb was carried along, whom they used to set down. This is called beautiful. In order to beg alms of those who were entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he began asking to receive alms. But Peter, along with John, fixed his gaze on him and said, look at us. And he began to give them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. 
But Peter said, I do not possess silver and gold, but what I do have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, walk. And seizing him by the right hand, he raised him up and immediately his feet and ankles were strengthened. Now I just want us to catch, catch this up. He, he said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. And then what does it say that he did? Took him by the, by the hand. It's so, so powerful. You see, what the cripple needed was to make a withdrawal, but it wasn't a withdrawal from earth. The cripple needed to make a withdrawal from heaven. And where were they? They were at the gates. That's a prophetic sign of the people of God in Christ becoming the gates. You see, it says that, that when somebody hungers and thirsts for righteousness, they will be filled. And if you know anything about the olden days, if you know anything about where what happened at the gates, people that were hungry would get fed at the gates. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. But let me tell you this, we are the gates that the hungry come to, to be filled with the things of heaven, to be the filled with the things of the love of God. We are the gates and God wants to see us as those gates, as those access points, as those places where people can find an ever, ever, an ever present help in time of need. We go, no, 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 we just point them to Jesus. Read the book of Acts. They didn't, they did stuff and then they said that was Jesus. They did stuff and said, Jesus did this. Why are you acting like we did this? This is so, so cool. Instead of us saying, hey, God encounter this person. God's saying, no, you be the encounter. God, I just pray that they just go to Jesus. No, 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 they're coming to you. They're coming to you. You provide solution, then they'll come to me. And this is so, so cool. It's so, so exciting because this is the gateway of possibility. And I feel like what God wants us to tap into tonight is this whole realm of knowledge and wisdom and information that we can have in Him, a realm of understanding, the sevenfold Spirit of God. All of these things exist within Him, but He exists within us. So we stop striving and stop trying to work so hard to access things and just start to believe. Just start to believe that as sons and daughters, we have full access. Everyone say, I have full access. For myself, and for others. I am a living, walking, talking gateway. Let's put up the last scripture, Luke 17, 21. And I'll explain why I left you standing as well. And it says this, and, and, and Todd's been preaching this a fair bit. And it says this, nor will they say, look here it is, or there it is, for behold, the kingdom of God is in your midst. And, and in the New King James, in the Texas Receptus, it says, is within you, is within you. And this is so, so cool. You know, that it's very easy to be a passive person. Many of you guys know what it is to be passive or to be, you, who likes sitting down? Who likes lying down? Who doesn't? No, no one here. But let me tell you this, is, and, and it's good to engage God in that way. There's no, no, I've got no issue in that. But let me tell you this, it's gonna be very difficult for you to be a walking, talking, living gateway for somebody else if you're just lying down. It doesn't work like that. 
But what I feel like what God wants to do is He wants to add a supernatural flavour to what it is to be Christ in the world. He wants us to add this supernatural flavour and I believe that it comes by revelation of the reality that we are gates, that we carry virtue within us, that people are able to access things just by encountering us and being hungry. Just like when the hungry wanted to be fed, they would go to the gates and there would be a distribution of bread and food. When the hungry or poor in spirit want to be fed, they come to our gates to get fed. This is very, very, those who hunger and thirst will be filled. Well, how many people are hungering and thirsting? Yeah, not just us, many others. And this is what it looks like in saying, I am that gateway for you. Jesus prophesied, He says, you will see bigger things than these. You will see angels ascend and descend on the Son of Man. I believe that He was talking about us. I believe He was talking about walking, talking, living portals. And not just people coming around to your house and feeling the presence, but actually us being like a mobile throne and with, you know, I'm not saying you are a throne, but us being mobile, it's a funny, funny term, but us being mobile, this is so, so important. And it says, lift up your head, O you gates, that the King of glory come in. Let me tell you this right now. There is something about your physical stature that's very, very important in kingdom dynamics. When I've done stuff in the realm of the kingdom, it's very difficult to release something when you're down like this. And I've been working on my posture for many years now. But you know, when you're down like this, how many of you know that it's very difficult for someone to make a withdrawal? If you come over to me, like, hey, how are you doing? Good. Why? Because this part is relatively closed. Do you understand? Lift up your head, oh you gaze. But how many of you know when you come up and back, there's actually something that you're able to release because you're starting to engage in a posture that other people are going to be able to receive from. This is so important. You guys all understand what I'm saying? So when we're, no, I'm not saying you shouldn't sit down and work or whatever, but what I'm saying is when we're engaging and we, wanted to, we need to do what we need to do, we need to be in a place where we're actually open up. We're opening up to the things of heaven. We're open, you know, we're, we're truly allowing ourselves to be open. And I'll tell you something really funny. I've had amazing words of wisdom, amazing words of knowledge for many, many companies over the years, many, many times. And, you know, businesses or companies. And what's really interesting is every time I've ever got a major prophetic thing for a person in business or whatever else, I wasn't allowed to sit down. The Lord said to me, stand. And as soon as I stood, I could receive it. And isn't that interesting about the posture? I'm not saying you can't receive things sitting down. Don't, don't, I'm sure you've got a lovely prayer chair. I'm not saying that. But what's really interesting is when I engage those particular people, when I was in meetings with them, not when, when I was on Zoom, I'm talking about when I was actually with them, before I got the Word, the Lord would say to me, stand. And I would stand. And as soon as I stood, I'd feel my internal world engage with a higher reality. I would feel my inner world engage with this higher place and the information literally just like the matrix would start to get downloaded into my spirit. How exciting is that? See, I could pray right now for downloads, but do you know what's so cool? Maybe you could get a download tonight, but maybe you'll get the download when you need to give it to someone. But who needs a download even right now? For yourself. Just put your hands up. Father, right now in the Name of Jesus, we just thank You for accessing, that we get to access realms of heaven. We thank You that there is a realm in heaven that we can access at any point, that we have 24-7 access, just like it says in Psalm 24-7. 
We thank You, God, that we have 24-7 access. And I pray right now for a realm of faith to be released in and through the hearts of every person here for access of information. Whoa, there it is. Woo. Access of information, knowledge, wisdom and understanding. It says all knowledge and wisdom exists within Christ. And so, Father, we thank You that there would be an access, even now, of supernatural information, information and knowledge of things that we don't know. It says, come to me and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know, Jeremiah 33.3. We quote it all the time, but what does that look like? What does it mean? It looks like us coming up into a place where we start to access the knowledge, the wisdom and the understanding of heaven. And that's what God wants to do. Yes, part of the sevenfold Spirit of God. But what God wants us to tap into tonight is going, okay, I believe that you're gonna give me the wisdom. I believe that you're gonna give me the information. I believe that you're gonna give it to me because I am in you and you're in me and it all exists within you. How many people want some of that? I believe that God is gonna give people vision for nations, transformation of nations, governmentally, transformation of nations in media, transformation of nations in business, transformation of nations in education. Father, right now in the Name of Jesus, I just really, we just release in this place. Father, we thank You that You would release, sorry, You would release in this place fresh vision for the transformation of nations, for the transformation of mountains in the Name of Jesus. Father, we thank You. Let it be even right now that people can tap into something far bigger than themselves in order to become the solution that they need to become in the Name of Jesus. And we recognise right now that angels ascending and descending, that word angel, the word angelos, actually to do with messengers. Why are they going up and down? Because they're bringing things down from there. So Father, we thank You that the angels ascend and descend because they're bringing things down to release them onto the earth. And Father, we thank You for the places in heaven that we can access. We thank You for body parts rooms. We thank You for physical healing coming by access of body parts rooms. We thank You for information being released and wisdom being released released by access to the library rooms. Father, we thank You that every governmental strategy from heaven and from earth and on earth literally exists within your library rooms. Would you download governmental strategy from those libraries tonight in the Name of Jesus? Father, we thank You for strategies for working land like never before. Father, we thank You for, for, for agricultural wisdom from heaven in the Name of Jesus. Not just praying over a crop, but actually supernatural wisdom from the library rooms of heaven, from the wisdom that exists within you to work land. For those people wanting to go into business, Father, we thank You that the blueprints for multiple businesses exist within heaven. Multiple businesses exist within heaven. They literally, there are walls lined with blueprints for kingdom businesses, but those businesses are designed for kingdom finance, to, for kingdom finance in kingdom purpose. And so, Father, we thank You for those heavenly blueprints being released over people tonight from that realm in heaven for kingdom purpose, not for self-purpose, for kingdom purpose in the Name of Jesus. Whatever it looks like, whatever people need, Father, we thank You that we have full access, that we have full access. And we acknowledge that we are the gateways of possibility on the earth. 
for anybody that needs it. In the name of Jesus, and everybody said, Amen. You can grab your communion. Is everyone good? Is everyone going to go home and start doing some, start getting into uh, carving out something in your house, a, a special portal? What are you doing, carving out a portal? You know, there are different places that I go in my house. I know we're doing community. You can rip it open. Um, there are different places that I go in my house for different things. And I've actually had a conversation with someone about this before. There are places in my house where I get different information. There's a place in my house that I go if I need wisdom in finance. Literally, I just there's, a, there's it's nearly like that's a good place for financial prayer or financial breakthrough. There's other places in my house that are pure encounter places. There's other places in my house that I go for just strategy. If I just want strategy, there is one specific place I go and I literally tuck into this place. I'm just tucking in over here. And I tuck into this place for strategy. Good, good movement on the camera. And I tuck into this place for, for strategy and I know I'm going there for that particular thing. Now, is that because the realm is better open there for something? I don't know, but it's just where God leads me in my home. And I have probably four or five or six different places in my house for different things that I want breakthrough in. How many people have got something like that at your home? Not yet, but you will have. And, and, and I just thought it was really, really cool. And it was because I started to associate that place with getting the information I needed. And there was a realm of faith connected to it. So I'd go in there full of faith and say, oh, God's gonna give me a solution. Bang, the solution comes. If I'm going to pray for government, I have to pray when I'm praying for Belinda. There's a particular place I go to pray, to pray for her in government, in my home, another place, a different place. How interesting is that? What is the answer? Why is that? I don't know. I've got no idea, but I find it so interesting that God engages us geographically in open heavens. And also He engages us as we move around as walking open heavens. I just think that's so, so interesting. Isn't that interesting? You can take your communion whenever you want to. Lord Jesus, we thank You that You are the door, that You are the ladder, and we give You glory, that you could, we couldn't access anything without what You did on the cross, in Jesus' name. you're believing for impossible things? How many of you believe that the impossible things could be made possible? How many of you believe, who, 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 okay, how many of you believe even in here tonight that there could be a realm, after what we've been talking about, there could be a realm of possibility released in here tonight? This is really, really powerful, right? I've been in meetings before where I believed that there was a realm of possibility opening, there was an invitation and I took the invitation and suddenly it manifests and there is something in here tonight. Now, I wanna say it's 9.23 and so I'm gonna leave the live stream on though. Everyone, anyone is welcome to go home that would like to. And I mean that, the, please do, we're, we're kind of officially finished. Um, but I don't think many people are gonna get up. But this is really, the car nearly did. 
But this is really, but this is really interesting, and I'm not, I'm not here to just monologue about something. I'm here because this is actually real. I had an experience. We do these amazing intern mentorship times, and I had this experience uh, recently, <clears throat> and I was doing my internship mentorship, intern mentoring. I don't even know what mentorship is. What's a mentor group? And just checking with the coordinator what you actually call it. And so I was doing, I was doing one, and suddenly this realm opened for banking. Who was in that group? Was in, yes. And this realm opened for banking. And I'm like, oh, there's a realm open for banking. And it's an invitation. But it wasn't for banking. It was to speak into bankers. And didn't I say this? And I literally was like, oh, it's here right now. I, I, it's going to happen. Do you want to tell us what happened? Do you remember? Oh, you don't want to say it. Okay, so this is what happened. So I'm in the group and suddenly this realm changes because the best portal in the whole church is one here and then there's one in the corner where I work up there. And, and I'm just kidding. And Christina's like, but this one, there's one here too. And um, uh, this room is very busy on a Wednesday. Anyway, so I'm in this experience and I'm chatting to these guys and suddenly it just opens. And I'm like, oh, someone is going to get to prophesy into the banking world. Oh, it's big. Oh, it's good. And what did I do? What was the first thing I did? Do you remember what I did? Check my phone. And do you remember what I did after that? I, I got up. Do you remember? As soon as it happened, I got up and I turned my back on everyone. <laughs> so I got up. I turned my back on everyone. I walked away. Not too long. Don't worry. I was only, only for like 30 seconds, less than 30 seconds. I walked away and I said, I want that. I said, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. And then, and then I came back and I went, it's mine. And I just didn't stop. And I kept saying, it's mine, 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 like finding Nemo. And, 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 and it was a realm that was open. It was a realm of possibility. That realm of possibility makes all things possible that are impossible. I could feel the realm of possibility in the air. And it was probably because the interns here are just so anointed that I was pulling on their realms. Uh, but what was so interesting is it opened and I thought, oh, it's, it's mine, I've got it. The next day, the next day, a guy contacts me from America, head of multiple organisations, banks. I, I want to do some consulting with you specifically over banking in and through the Midwest. I'm like, I can't believe it. Midwest, no, it wasn't mid South, Texas. Is that Midwest? No still called the Midwest. I'm like, next day. I'm like, you cannot make this up. And I thought, oh, wow, that's really good. Four days later, someone from London, banker, contacts me. How are you doing? Starts having a conversation with me, really high up in banking in London. I'm like, what is this? What it is, is there was a realm of possibility and you can take it when it's there. How crazy is that? But you've got to recognise it. And this is what's so interesting about the realm of possibility. If we start to recognise it, when it's in the air, it's a he who dares wins. You start to take it. And you've got to be able to, we've got to be able to recognise it. But there is something in the air tonight for the realm of possibility. Now, I don't believe necessarily that it's going to be one size fits all. But I believe that there is something in the air and you just want to take it. Now, what's really interesting, as soon as we say there's a realm of possibility, and I'm, I'm going to finish in, in a minute. But when we say there's a realm of possibility, we go like, oh, wow, what does that mean? You know, because it says uh, literally the Lord's presence in the book of Luke chapter 5, it says the Lord was actually present to bring healing. Actually says there was a realm there. Jesus, there was a realm there to bring healing. Jesus recognised realms when they were happening. How many of you know, how many of you know that even Paul recognised when there was faith for someone to be healed? It's really interesting. But when we say, okay, 
God's going to work in the, in the miraculous right now. There is going to be an impossible, you know, we always go to the one thing that we need breakthrough in, but God might not be working on that one. Does that make sense? There are many things that we need breakthrough in and there are many things that seem impossible in your world. But as soon as you do it, it's always the one where it's like, oh, it's the one I've been waiting for for 12, 12 years and I've been praying about. That's the one you, you need to partner in probably and do some heart journey because you haven't got it yet. Does that make sense? But there is something of the realm of possibility where we start to go, and did you know what we do in that? We say, God, in that realm today, what is it that you want me to start to believe for? What is it that you want me to take hold of? What is it that you want me to say, mine? Now, do I wanna be a prophetic person to the banking world? Not particularly, like it's nice, but there are other things that I would have been like, that is, yes, does that make sense? But the realm of possibility was there for that, the realm of heaven was breaking in to bring breakthrough. And I just said, yes, that's mine. So what is it even now? We just said there's a realm of possibility here. What is it even now in the atmosphere that God wants to release over us? What is it that He wants to release over you? Is it finance? It could be finance. But there is a realm of possibility. Someone shout something out that you can feel in the atmosphere. Not even for you necessarily. Wisdom, great. I totally receive that. Who wants wisdom? For, uh, I want wisdom. So if that's wisdom, does that speak to you? Take it. Take it. Say mine. Say I want it. I want wisdom. And, and wisdom obviously is, out, uh, is outworked, justified by her children, outworked through actions. But isn't that interesting? A realm of wisdom. I've come under a realm of wisdom at least twice in my life. And I said something and I was like, wow. That was really, how many of you know when you've come under a realm of wisdom? You know, you know that you know. That's amazing and I want that more, but that's a really good thing. So, just, so you just say, Father, in the Name of Jesus, if wisdom is available, I want it now. I'm believing for it now. I know that it's my inheritance to access your wisdom, to partner with wisdom, to be friends with wisdom in Jesus' Name, Amen. But when you get it, you don't just pray it, you get it. And what I do is I grab it and I envisage it becoming part of me. So I get it and I stick it in there. I'm like, oh, that's mine. So someone else, what else can you feel? Because I, I don't feel like I've got the answers. What else is in here? Families, okay. What, what, so believing for impossible situation in families. How many people have something to do with the family? This is really, really important. And well, how many people want that? Does that make sense? But I'm not saying, I already said, you know, God might not necessarily be doing that for you in particular. But even if, he's, even if it's not going to manifest, why not? If it's spoken out and it resonates a bit, why not just believe for it? Why not just, you can't just go name it and claim it. Why not? Yes, you can. You can ask. Doesn't it say, ask, seek, knock? Ask and it will be given to you. People say, oh, you can't name it and claim it. Yes, you can, actually. If it's part of your inheritance, you name it. You say, this is what I believe I'm called to. This is what I believe I'm due. And then you ask the Lord, how do I partner with you to, to see that manifest in my world while I'm still on the earth before I die? It's very important. Okay, so think family. So just take it. So Father, I receive whatever it is in the realm of the impossible made possible in the area of family in the name of Jesus. Okay, what else is there? We're nearly done. We really are. Okay. Miracul 
miraculous solutions. Who wants to be partnered with God in the realm of miraculous solution? I mean, that's an awesome one. Really good. They all are awesome. But so, so if you want it, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive a realm of access to miraculous, oh, there it is, solutions. I want it today, now, it's mine. Thank you. Can you feel something? This is impartation and this is how it works. Because nobody got, you think about anointing, we steward the anointing. It's a supernatural impartation. You know what, the funny thing is we spend a few minutes later, you know, you go five minutes longer or whatever we go. Imagine if that five minutes was the very five minutes that changed your life in that area. How amazing is that? When God's around, you just do what you, someone else shout, what else are you feeling? You just, just call House and debt paid off. And what's yours? Healing. Okay. We'll do, and what was yours? Territories. Okay, cool. So house and debt paid off. Uh, healing territories and all that. Realm of possibility. How many people feel that, there is, that that's in the atmosphere? No one. Okay, well, we're not going to do it if no one feels that it's in the atmosphere. Okay, so who thinks that the debt cancellation's in the atmosphere? Be, be sensitive. Yeah, so one person to me. Now you don't know, do you? Like everyone's worried. Father, in the name of Jesus. Now I would do this one if I were you. So regardless if you've got debt or not. Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive a realm of the impossible made possible in the area of debt cancellation, houses being paid off and incredible financial provision. In Jesus' name, amen. It's mine. I want it. Now, thank you. And the reason I'm saying I want it now, it's not being rude to God. It's actually putting a little bit of aggression to go after it. You actually have to take hold of things in the kingdom. And people say, God, bless me, bless. And he's going, you've got to be more aggressive sometimes. Do you understand? Okay, cool. Uh, Territory, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that I can receive new territory in the Spirit and in the natural as a result of the impossible being made possible tonight. In the name of Jesus, I want it, I believe for it, and I thank you for it. Amen. Okay. Good. One more. Oh, you said healing. Healing was the same as miraculous solution. I just want to keep that in there. Do you, do you understand? So miraculous solution is, that is miraculous solution. I don't want to draw away from, just shout, shout, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do. Signs and what, same thing. Next one. Sorry? Governance. Now, governance, you've got to learn that. That's interesting. You've got to steward that. That's really interesting. Governance and authority is an invitation. That is not, you don't just suddenly get given governance and authority. It doesn't work. It talks about the, 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 the parable of the miners and various other things. That requires stewardship. That's an invitation. How many people want to be invited into a steward, stewarding your world at high levels of governance and authority? Four of you. Good. Those four should actually pray it because that's actually real. You don't just suddenly get given. It doesn't work like that. But there is always an invitation for that. And so we'll pray for that in a minute. One more. Because we're talking about the realm of the impossible. Provision. We've prayed for, prayed for that roughly. Next one. Sorry. Freedom. Um, impossible made possible. We could if you want to get to the bottom of the page out. We can do that. <laughs> ne- what? 
Let's do salvations. Let's do, let's do that one and we'll land on that one. Oh, and what, and what, what's your one? Fire of holiness. Okay. Boldness. Okay, cool. Father in the... Does everyone really, does everyone really want that? Boldness? Okay. No, I'm asking. I'm asking the question. I said... And breakthrough is the same, same as the miraculous. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I receive the realm of boldness today now as part of my inheritance the impossible being made possible now I claim it I want it would it become me now Amen so good so salvation let's do salvation Father in the name of Jesus I thank you that you are making the impossible possible in the area of salvation in my world for those people around me. I thank you that you will lead me to those who are ready to be harvested. In Jesus' name, I thank you for the salvation of my workplace, of any any place I'm connected to that you have called me to be a walking, talking gateway of heaven. I thank you for souls wherever I go. I want it. I thank you for it as part of my inheritance. Make me bold to win souls in this season. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. So good. All right, guys. Let's give the Lord a hand. Let's just enjoy Him. Come on. Just repeat this. I am a gateway of possibilities. Wherever I go, all the time, whoever I see, whatever they need, and even whatever I need. In Jesus' name. We'll bless you guys. Thank you so much for being here tonight. There is a realm of possibility wherever you go. Enjoy creating new spaces in your home to engage with God and enjoy being Jacob's ladder for not just yourself, but for other people. Bless you. Enjoy tonight. Get a good sleep. And I look forward to, we look forward to seeing you on Sunday morning at 10.30 or 3 p.m. in the afternoon.